you heard that. You heard that. In four seconds, a teacher is 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 going to get on this mic and lay it down. I don't know. I was looking in the sky for some balloon to see what was going on. Uh, heard he's a teacher. And, you know, we had to start off with KRS-One. KRS-One is the teacher of hip-hop, right? It's the teacher of hip-hop. And since we got one of the teachers of Web3 for these DJs, I thought it would be appropriate just to start off with this kind of energy. So this is your boy Props. This is Daps Collective episode number nine. I love that number, by the way. It's got a good kind of vibe to it. And uh, we're hanging out with the homie Dup today. What's going on, Dup? What up, fam? Great, great music choice. Um, it, it, it takes me back. I, honestly, actually, I don't even know because I, was, I wasn't born in that time. But um, <laughs> I love the old school sound. So thank you. Man, well, thanks for reinforcing. And I'm not going to use that word boomer. I'm going to use the word seasoned veteran. That sounds a lot fresher to me. Seasoned veteran. <laughs> um, yeah, I grew up to that song, right? Like, and uh, it was just, you know, Karis One, right, was just, when I was younger, was just that artist that was just saying some real shit that was different than everybody. He was kind of, he was giving you the hip hop, but he was giving you some fucking real bricks and stones and foundations for your life. And, uh, and, and, you know, every show I start off with a song, right? And the song usually has a meaning. So, I mean, I just thought it'd be appropriate, bro. You know, you're a teacher, you're a DJ, you're a leader in this space, you, 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 and, and you're doing a lot of different things. So I just felt like you're kind of like the balloon JPEG Karis one of the Solana blockchain. Boom. <laughs> That's a uh, big props. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um <laughs> <laughs> how's your day going bro how's your super bowl sunday did you win anything did you lose anything um nothing no no dude I, I don't watch uh football or anything my family is an eagles fan other eagles fans so i had to i'm just there by association but um not on my part i don't bet or anything so i was just enjoying the timeline uh that's about it that's what's up man yeah, I got a chance to hang out with, uh, you know, I don't see my mom that often. Uh, we live, we live like probably 30 minutes away from each other, a different city. But, uh, you know, uh, today was a good day to pull up to the family, hugs and kisses. You know, my daughter hang out with her cousins and things like that. So, you know, none of my teams were playing. I'm a Raiders fan. And whoever got a joke for a Raiders fan, you're going to be introduced to what's called a mute button today. It's called mute button and an ejection from the room. So now that little... Uh, Message has been put out there. Yeah, I'm a Raider fan. And so today I watched the game and just enjoyed my family. Yeah, their ass. <laughs> Man, so, so dude, um, you know, it's was, it was funny leading up to, the, to this interview, right? Like, you're, you're, you're really like a man of mystery. Like, the, the, other, the only other person of mystery in this space to me was, like, Rich, right? Like, Rich is just this, you know, he comes through with, like, theme music and shit, right? Like, when he pulls up, it's just a vibe kicks off. And um, you're quite of an anomaly to me in the sense that I've seen you in some rooms where shit gets real, real, real. And then you're kind of like this chill verbal jujitsu kind of master and shit like that. So, you know, today I wanted to kind of unpack who Dup is to learn a little bit more about you. And uh, we started the Daps Collective space, you know, for two reasons. One, for people to know who we are. Right. So instead of just coming out there and shilling shit, hey, I'm doing this, do this. It's like, let's care about the community we're, we've, we've been here for over a year we're going to be here longer uh any any place we need to be at because we're a multi-chain project 
but we wanted to make sure we talked to people here on Solana that were doing dope shit and that really are kind of like out of the ordinary. And, um, and Cardboard was like, yo, what do you think about Dup? And I was like, the balloon? He was like, yeah. I was like, bro, Dup is dope. Uh, I think he's a teacher, man. And I just want to, I think it would be a good conversation to just kind of unpack a lot of shit, man. So that's the reason why you're here, bro. And I appreciate you for saying yes. Uh, that means a lot to me and that means a lot to my team and that means a lot to my community. And uh, this is a community driven space. You know, this space is not just about me. You know, anybody in this space that's in our collective, you know, this is distributed on, on Spotify, Apple and all these other platforms. And the reason why we did it is to give all of us a voice. So if somebody's working on something and, you know, it doesn't matter where we are in our project cycle. We do have this tool to be able to kind of try to amplify the voices and everything. So. Are you ready for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, but before we go, though, I, I respect that, dude. I, I love kind of the aspect of, of community-driven kind of projects and ideas. Um, I mean, that's a, kind of a reason I said, yeah, just like so <laughs> so quickly, um, aside from cardboard being goaded. Um, but yeah, so I was like, obviously, I got to I gotta say yeah and try to make time. Um, but no, I, I love these types of things. Um, just from the standpoint of like, you don't often get the chance to talk to people like <laughs> with, without the kind of uh, performance aspect for the most part. And I mean, you, you kind of mentioned it with the <laughs> mental jujitsu, right? Like uh, there's some aspects of spaces where like, you're like kind of, it's, it's less about <laughs> the actual kind of what's being said and more so about like how it's being said and kind of how the room is being guided um, just from an entertainment standpoint. So um big big respect to you so but um yeah let's get going for sure for sure yeah man and it's like you know when and again i said there was two two reasons right to 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 let people know who we are and to promote people in the community and this organically started with me and cardboard one day when we we're talking and we realized that we had like in our treasury in our um our project treasury we had art right so i had a couple pieces of art uh, cardboard has some art and he was like you know what i want to donate some shit to the treasury and i was like bro we've got some dope ass fucking art in our treasury and everybody talks about like the nfts they have that they flip which is cool we're about the bags but we've got some dope artists that we have some of their first pieces and i feel like what we're building this is like so dope because we have some of these works from um different artists in different parts of their career and we have a lot of it right so i was like look Let's let's just let's interview all these cats. Let's interview everybody that we have some of their art. Let's interview it because we collect and let's interview people that we like and let's interview people that inspire us. So the whole thing with the Daps Collective is, I mean, dude, still sharpen still and butter makes you softer. Right. Uh, we're building a, co a community of people who are just dope to hold ourselves to higher level of being, higher level of execution, higher level of degeneracy, if you want to call it that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just a clean, fresh air. You know, I'm new to the space. Those who know me know me, but our movement is new as well. And I wanted to make sure we build a foundation that can be washed away by hype, by FUD, by anything that's unnatural. So, uh, so yeah, here we are. And um, man, dude, before you were balloon, what were you? Um, I let me think here. I was a I was a D god for a long time. Um, I, I, uh, and I had that since uh, almost a year ago today i think it's like a week removed um but then i wore that for probably a, a few months um and then i just decided to put the balloon on and then have, have been that ever since 
So, and I mean, I, I've been kind of associated with it just because like uh, a lot of my growth um, came during that time where I was like a, that balloon PFP. And then like, it just kind of sticks when, when, when so many people see it, you, you're kind of, you have to kind of <laughs> have that now. Um, so, yeah, but I think it was, yeah, D-God. And then I had a, a Solana Monkey reject uh, as like my first one early on, early, early on. Um, and so, yeah. So I like what you say. You said like this just became my vibe. I mean, dude, I mean, your PFP, it might be kind of intimidating for some people, bro. It might bring trauma because <laughs> when I see it, that Balloonsville era, bro, could be like that one afternoon with the spaces when dude came back with his burner and then was talking shit. Like literally, bro, that was like some Joker, the Joker in his in his youth, <laughs> right? So I think uh, your PFP definitely is uh it, it, it has people it, it'll either shock you it'll make you be like damn is this the rough whatever it is it definitely makes a statement and i think that's important in the space uh you know there's ways or you have to find a way to make a statement to get a reaction or to get a conversation going because we all have short attention spans and there's just so much noise out here so i fucks with the balloon bro the balloon is cool you know what i'm saying um and uh shout out to cardboard for that dope meme this morning um you know, we're looking for balloons in the air to make sure they're not taking pictures. Yeah, shit, bro, they, we got to stop that violence. I, my boys have been getting shot down the last <laughs> few days. I don't, I don't respect it. Uh, but, to, but to that point, props. Uh, a, 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 a big reason why I did change was because of the the rug aspect. Um, and like, I just would sit on on stage and like just talk shit to upcoming projects and like call them rugs, um, or like talk to like very low accounts still building out and call them rugs, which. In retrospect, isn't a good, good thing. Um, but in retrospect, they also aren't here anymore. Uh, so maybe I was on to something. But um, yeah, so that kind of I took that moniker after, and then have 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 run with it ever since. Just because like I was like, I'm not, if I'm gonna judge them, I might as well be one. And then I, I thought the balloon kind of uh, spoke to that uh, ethos. And then I, I'm just glad I picked one that isn't like ugly. Like I think it's pretty clean. Like just like the, the mustache and monocle is pretty funny. And then uh, the only thing I would say is probably like the get up. Like there's no drip, um, from a, from an attire standpoint. Like he's, he's got like a fucking half quarter neck, some like, I don't know. So it's, it's kind of funky, but other than that, it's, it's dripping. So. Yeah. I mean, low key that, 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 that uh, Mr. Planner's uh, eyepiece monocle is is drippy enough, right? I was just like, and, I, and then second, I was like, am I meeting like the fucking um, like the gateway guy to the Illuminati, like the one eye thing? You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, cool. I saw Rihanna's performance at halftime; it was big. I liked it. And then Dub pops up with a one eye, right? So <laughs> we can we can have fun with that all night, man. Um, I want to jump into who is Dub? Where do you come from? Um, in in what like. <laughs> in, in real in written yeah you don't yeah. have to give and i tell everybody this here's the two rules first of all the, the, the only rules i want you to be yourself period this is a very comfortable zone where people just be themselves and number two you don't have to expose anything you don't want to expose you can give generalities whatever uh my goal to, to that i want to achieve is just to get behind the pfp to find out who the guy is and how why you why are you here and what's the future that's fair like, that's right? fair so um I'm from yeah. New York, so I'm from uh, like upstate in New York, um, and then I grew up on an Indian reservation, uh, and then from there, just kind of 
don't know. I I, I, did, I did a lot of like as a, as a young child. I don't know how how much you might get into like the the depth of it, but like I guess that's where I kind of come from and kind of my my upbringing. That kind of uh, uh, you could kind of classify it as like rough and kind of uh, I don't know that type of aspect. Um, and then I got into education uh, later on, and then have just been kind of fortunate to been given such great opportunities because of just kind of uh work ethic and, and education so um i mean a reason i'm here in this space is just uh i i enjoyed innovation and technology um and have since like just when i was a young child um and then also just like the social aspect and then, so I, I i don't know why i got into like making this account and doing all that but i think just like the the aspect of like interacting with people and communities and, and and the nft space in general and then i just became infatuated with it um and have been here ever since bro that's actually uh, pretty interesting new york and then you said indian reservation i want to i want to uh, jump into that what was life like uh growing up at the indian reservation and it's, it's interesting you say that just want to put it out there you've got a certain kind of like you've got a vibe up when you talk, right? Like it's, you can hear a lot, like a person's voice carries so many different frequencies. And I'm going to bring up something. Um, you, you kind of got like a Phil Jackson kind of vibe, right? Obviously not in age. He's fucking, he's a boomer, right? That's a boomer guys. Not me and cardboard are not boomers. Phil Jackson, boomer. Our parents were boomers. We're just seasoned vets, VSOP or something like that. XO. <laughs> but you kind of have like a, like a, like like a vibe he has and and he has this book that he wrote called uh the hardwood warrior and he talks about um indian um growing up uh, not an indian reservation but a lot of indian influences and in, in philosophies in his life um what was life like that growing up there i want to i want to like i want to i want you to talk yeah, about yeah. that what do you it's, remember it's, what I, I, I always have a tough time answering it because it's just like i think it's normal right just because like <laughs> i'm from there um but i would i would i would kind of denote it as um very i would say rough in the sense of like just low economic kind of uh demographic um but but close knit in terms of like the you know everybody and like it's a very like tight community obviously it's pretty small it's like a few miles by a few miles um and then it's just like basically all your family kind of dispersed and spread out for the most part, just because like there's, there's only so many, like, I guess, uh, families and lineages just circulating. Um, and th- I mean, for, for me, it was, it was mostly just like the aspect of like, uh, being within a very tight and close place and, and knowing everybody, um, and really trying to find a means to just leave and, you know, like be, become something of, of worth in a sense. And that's, that's what kind of drove me when I was a child. Um, and then later on in school and whatnot. Um, but I think, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just like, uh, anything I would, I would denote it as like a ghetto in a sense, like, you know, like it's just a low kind of rough, um, area, um, uh, obviously drugs and whatnot and alcohol influences. Um, and, and yeah, just like kind of just like thinking 
ahead and, and trying to just be more than kind of what you what you see around you and like looking around you know and like not to not to, to kind of um list any shortcomings of like my, my family or people around me but like you know trying to just like spread out and, and trying to become more than kind of what what it is you see on a, on a daily basis um and then from there like yeah just trying to to do something right and then so um sorry i'm rambling but like um yeah it's 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 just tight and like i think that the the aspect of it the the religion side like the culture it's very deep ingrained it's spiritual um you, you know just like uh very reliant on the the earth and uh everything that it, that is living off the land and whatnot so i guess that was kind of just having that aspect of of life and kind of it's it's it was honestly kind of um looking at it now it's it's mostly like uh two sides of a coin right you have this kind of low rough and like just very hindered by yourself and others and 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 influence of like just substances to then like also like following a very strict and um healthy and uh earth-centric kind of way of life right it's 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 very interesting to look at now yeah man i i i identify uh with some of the stuff you shared uh when i first came from zimbabwe i lived in a city called east palo alto in the bay area and it was murder capital of the united states when we came from zimbabwe and um you know a lot of people don't know when you get out of places like that where you have the environment like that you've got to be able to cultivate something inside to be able to see something greater to move out of that um when you were going when you were in that environment what did you like what inspired you like were you you know for me i used to walk around with like a head walkman with like headphones playing certain things right like i'm gonna do this what was your inspiration that that navigated you from your youth to you know um to the point where you you know you you moved on to college or whatever like what kept you hopeful you know what kept you what inspired you right or what was the thing you saw that was like yo i gotta get it uh besides the yeah day? i i uh, honestly I, I i i keep it kind of just like sports i would say sports was like the one thing that helped me um and would kind of allowed me to, to obviously pursue education and whatnot um <clears throat> but um from from there yeah i would say going having that to kind of push me through right and like I mean, a lot of people from where I where I'm from use sports as the, their main kind of avenue. Um, so I kind of also leveraged that. But but a lot of them and just a lot of people in general just didn't didn't utilize the other side too, which is the education. Right? They they kind of just thought they would be like <laughs> you know like professional Olympic athletes and whatnot. Like they, it's just that that whole like youth. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know the word, but just not 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 thinking wholeheartedly and holistically. Um, but but yeah, so I guess um, using that as a as a tool, I would say, is the sports aspect and just wanting to to be more than kind of what I what I saw um, and what was around me. Um, and then yeah, just utilizing education as as a also a a mode to kind of go on and above. Um, but but I would say a lot of my um, inspiration came from mm, t- uh, teachers, 
teachers and, and kind of uh, adult figures that I just saw as inspirational um, but, and just like aspects, like obviously. So, so it's, it's um, when people say teachers, what, what was inspiring about these teachers? Like what was the first teacher that like the, what was the quality that you gravitated towards or like, like walk me through that. Um, I, I would say when like teachers that like just say that you can do stuff, you know, like I used to think I could go to, I could go to Duke, right? And like <laughs> I didn't have the grades for Duke. Like I wasn't. I mean, I was smart, but I didn't try for early on in my my uh, career uh, as a high school student. Um, but like, there, just one teacher in particular just just thought that she was like, "Yeah, you could do that. You could do anything." Like I, I can see you there. And that kind of that little like note of like you can you can do that like someone else sees what you're also saying, um, you know, and like to have that kind of reinforcement, I, I would say is the, the was the biggest thing. Um, but then also just like the tough love of like, dude, you got to try harder. You got to do this. You got to do that. You know, like this 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 like half ass and ain't gonna cut it. Shit, like that, that those types of kind of teachers. Um, really got me like kicking in the gear um and, and and trying to just be be more than kind of just a complacent person for the most part that's dope bro um i remember in sixth grade right um i went to this school in san jose california and it was an all-white school right so i came from a city called hayward and you know hayward was people were bringing their kids from oakland to hayward for like better life. But then, you know, all the ruckus still came. So San Jose was just a different place. And when I went there, this is real funny. First day I come there, they're like, oh shit, we got a, you know, a new black student. Okay, let's put him on every team. They didn't ask me if I was good at basketball, Duff. They was just like, yo, we're about to win and take the title. I fucking sucked. They fucking, they play themselves. They put me, boy, they didn't even ask me. I was like, yo, I'm from Zimbabwe. You should have put me on the soccer team, man. We could have got a championship that way. <laughs> but I'm bringing that situation up to, to highlight uh, my first science teacher that had me super um, excited about science. And it was a Scottish teacher and he was a hip hop fan. And it was dope because he understood that the youth weren't going to listen to him if he came in there like, hello, here's the periodic table today. Figure this out. So he was like, yo, these kids like rap and I like rap. Right. And today, when we look at teachers, Duff is a teacher. You know, my sister's a teacher. You know, people that are in this space that are dope are teachers. So I get it. It makes sense. Right. When someone dope sees an opportunity to inspire a kid and then finds a creative way to inspire a kid. So when you shared that story, it brought me back to like my love of science came because my science teacher used to rap the periodic table to us and challenged, challenged us through hip hop. And if you knew hip hop at that point, it was very esoteric, right? It was, you know, super scientifical, mathematical, acrobatical. Like, That's it crazy. Was like how much shit, <laughs> how much shit can you fit in a <laughs> I love that dude. That's it, it, it. And it's like the ones you would least expect to like, kind of have that kind of, and push that like, that for me, like, it was, like, this little, um, I don't want to say her name, Miss H, right? Uh, she was just this little, like, white lady. And she was just this cute old lady. And I, I don't know, just something about it, like, how she kind of presented herself. And, like, she was very loud and vibrant. And she just, like, <laughs> she kind of came after you a little bit. She had, like, a bite to her. Um, but, yeah, it just it's just the teachers you at least expect it, right? And, like, just, like, the, the ones that, like, on appearance, like, you judge them. But then, like when they talk and when they do something, it's like wow, 
you know, and you just kind of look back at it now. You're like, that's kind of um, not good of you to do, right? But in, in hindsight. Yeah, man, God bless those uh, special souls because from my sister, you know, teachers, you know, you guys don't get compensated enough for what you do, right? Like you're bringing up the next minds um, that are going to leave this place, you know, the next parents, the next scientists, the next doctors, the next presidents. And you guys don't get the credit, but, you know, the teachers that inspired us, I feel like, you know, we get more people like that. It's like, who knows, but the person who puts a little extra time in there, they influenced up to be a teacher, to be here in the space, to be able to contribute, to push culture and society forward, you know? So that's, that's fucking uh, dope. When you were in that situation, so you, you mentioned your first teacher and you mentioned education, what was like, what was uh, life like at home? Mm, um, uh, around that time, I, I mean, I, I, uh, I didn't, have a good support for the most part. I, I mean, I just, I did a lot, a lot of my youth was like to myself or my older brother kind of raised me for the most part. Um, but yeah, I, I played a lot of video games, dude. I'm going to be honest. So I, I would like, uh, <laughs> around that time or earlier in my high school career, I would like go home and just fucking so put in like eight hours of MW2 or, you know, MW3 and then like wake up, go to school and like, have like my friends and try to cheat and take their homework because I could I didn't do the homework right I was or I tried to like speed run it before class um but that type of stuff right so just <laughs> like trying to coast by and um just just like engulfing myself with like uh video games and and kind of uh trying to take myself uh, out of certain kind of environments right um but no dude I, I that's that I would say that yeah like video games and kind of just uh, a lot of alone time. So. Yep. That's, you know, uh, us seasoned veterans, again, not boomers, <laughs> you know, came up in that era. Right. I, I definitely identify with that. You know, uh, mom, you know, single moms here, dads in Zimbabwe. So mom's working, you know, in, in over the bridge, I'm on the other side of the bridge. And, you know, after school, you walk home, you take care of yourself you, play Nintendo and you, and you learn to feed yourself, cook for yourself, do everything for yourself, um, which has benefited me. You know, obviously I think it benefits some of us when we get older. Uh, it allows us to be more self-sufficient, be more responsible in our life, you know, and then sometimes for some people it's like uh, growing up too quick, right? Like, you know, we don't get a chance to experience our childhood, you know, where, you know, we don't have to worry. It's like, I'm, you know, I'm worrying about, you know, taking care of my brother, you know, watching my brother, feeding my brother and things like that. So I definitely, um, I, I definitely under, I know what that's like. Um, you know, I want to go back and, um, and I have this weird memory, dude. It's kind of like I talk a lot, but I've got like this, this weird, like etched in stone memory. And uh, you say sports um, earlier on that sports were also, you know, sports were definitely important in your life and inspiring you did you play sports did you play you know did you play or what yeah yeah sport? i don't i don't want to divulge just the sport but uh i played a sport and then i would like go I, i'd go home I, I mean after i kind of put down video games like uh i'd, I'd go home uh, practice as soon as the, the fucking sun went down i'd be done but then like have it doing that a lot um and just trying to i think that you understanding that that was like the 
to help me get to where I wanted to go. So then using that, but, um, but yeah, I, I played sports and was unfortunate to have, uh, had a scholarship to play in college and whatnot. So. I'm just going to jump out and say, I'm just going to guess we are basketball. Hell no, dude. dude. I hate basketball. It's, it's, it's too hard okay, of a sport. So I, I, it's fun. <laughs> um, I, I wasn't the most coordinated in that sense. I don't know. I, I, I couldn't register a dribble with like, I mean, I could have tried if I'd practiced, but like for me, I'm just like very clunky and my mechanics for that are just too all over the place. Um, my little brother played. He's like six, five. Uh, he's a fucking monster. Um, but now he played, but now I, I, I didn't really partake in basketball. I wish I did. I, I love the sport itself and I love watching. Um, but no, I, I mean, like you, like you said too, like <laughs> it's just not the sport for you, right? So, okay, I'm not gonna go down through the list of sports that you can get a scholarship for because we'll be here for a few days. Dub might have got a scholarship in some obscure sport that uh, we don't know about. So since he wasn't forthright and just coming out with it, we're just not gonna go there because he does want us to know that he actually was on the checkers scholarship team. He was the world's best checkers That'd be sick. player at the college he went to. That'd be <laughs> right? Sick. That's like the that's super dope. <laughs> okay, so if your brother's six five, how tall are you? Are you uh, the same I'm range? like six two. I'm like six two. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. not like in comparison to him, I'm not like he's fucking wide too. He's a big body. Um but no he's he's huge. Um and then like the rest of my brothers are like six six one. Six two. So, okay. Do you have a mustache though? Uh, like I'm just kidding. <clears throat> Not really. Excuse me. Um, I, I can't grow like a good mustache. I don't have like the the genes for it. So like it it comes in and <laughs> we joke about it. And I don't know if this is off color. Like it's like a reverse Hitler. So like I get everything like along the the top of the mouth except for the middle part, and it's funny. Um. <laughs> but yeah so i don't i'm not too well with like the, the facial hair i wish i did if i like don't shave for school like if i go through the whole summer i could get like maybe a look not full but like almost there um but no it's it's not uh it's not in the cards what about you nah yeah look i i realized earlier to keep my face clean Right. I, I was never I've never been able to grow a full beard, like a Rick Ross beard or anything like I've never had that, nor will I. I'm clean cut, clean face. I go to the barber. I tell him, go do an 08 against the grain and with the grain. Give me a fade and taper up and I just keep the face clean. But, you know, people like you, he's in the audience, sees me at the office sometimes where I just got shit everywhere, bro. It's kind of like, you know, I forget that I'm a seasoned vet. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not the VS anymore. I'm kind of seasoned. So sometimes you got to kind of cut that up before you leave the house or you look kind of seasoned. <laughs> but I do it good. Like, like you know, I, I look at myself like um, Idris, right? Like, you know, put me in that vibe. I got a little salt and pepper. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, you know? do you have salt and pepper? I got a little salt and pepper, man. I got the little, you know what I'm saying? The, the, That's the fire. Vibe. That's fire. You know That's a good look. And, uh, and I and I keep it, and I like, I have to keep it low though and it's high maintenance. So you've got to, you know, every other day, and I'm, and I'm used to not growing facial hair. So I leave fast. And then I'm like, damn, boy, you at the office looking like, God, fucking Albert Einstein, boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so, um, but, you know, look, we, we, we try our best. And I don't have a big mustache. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Gucci. Gucci, Gucci. Um, 
you know, I'm, I'm purposely staying away from the school stuff because I just, we're, we're going to jump into that. And I, and I, and, and it's like, I'm so, you know, I want to get into that um, after I scratch, you know, this other side of your life first, but before we go to the next question, I just want to say uh, salute to everybody listening to the room. Uh, we're going to do some housekeeping right now. You're hanging out with the Daps Collective. This is episode nine. Yes, this is episode nine. We've done this in three weeks. We're the new community out here on Solana. And uh, right now we're focusing on dope people in, the, uh, in Solana, in the, in the space, that are just doing dope and different stuff. And we just, you know, every Sunday pull up here, you're going to hear some dope conversations. And like the homie Richwater said, this is kind of like the Laugh Factory. This is where you see some of the dopest people mingling with some of the newest people that, I got, that have dope stuff going on, right? So I want you to go down and hit that little button on the side and retreat the room. Um, go ahead and throw something in the comments. We might give something away. And uh, we're going to jump back into this conversation on that note. And I'm walking around right now just to let you know when I do these spaces um, I'm in my office right now uh, and, and I, you know, I rent my offices from WeWork and I just like to walk around. It's kind of like a sport, you know, like I just walk with the, the phone in my hand. So, uh, Dub, let's keep this thing going, boy. Um, I want to find out from you, when did you discover Web3? Uh, this time last year. So, uh, like, uh, I think my, my one year. I tweeted uh, February 2nd of last year. So, um, yeah. I found it just from watching uh, <laughs> influencer videos on Instagram. Like I, I got infatuated with uh, NFTs, so like you know Gary V and uh, <laughs> Logan Paul stuff like that. Um, just seeing them like post stuff and like, oh, NFTs are the future. And in, in hindsight, probably exit liquidity. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of just. Uh, found my way to Twitter and then uh, f thankfully found my way to Solana. Uh, and so, yeah, dude, I, I, I've been here for, for a year and I kind of just love the, the aspect of, of the, the community and kind of everything that goes on in the day to day. Um, and there's a reason I like check in every day. It's either I'm addicted or I enjoy it a lot, but um, it, no, for me, it's, it's so awesome. And I think, uh, you get to interact with so many different people from different walks of life and different kind of um, situations and, and kind of just like points in their life. Right. Um, and so like, it's, it's just such a great place to just meet, learn and talk to people. Um, and like, I, I don't know, I've, 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 I've found some of the best people I've ever met just kind of sitting around here and talking every day. Um, and so it's, it's awesome. Did you uh, play around in crypto before you jumped into the NFT? Mm, a little bit. My, uh, I, I, I would buy on Coinbase, right? And I, I probably lost so much money just like uh, trying to like. I don't even. I didn't even know what scalp trading was. I would just saw the price would go down like thirty, forty bucks, and I'd sell it, or it'd go up like ten, and I'd sell it. And like obviously, like you, you get cut off on fees, so I lost money on that. And then. Um, yeah, just like switching in and out of coins that would go up or down. Um, but for the most part, no. I, I would say I, I bought a, a little Ethereum and a little like uh, maybe, was it Decentraland or something? I don't know. I bought a, I bought a few coins, but like only like $400 worth. Um, but yeah, and then somehow I went down this, the rabbit hole of Solana and then ended up buying way too much Solana. 
at, at way too high of a price. So, yeah. Boom. Okay, so you said you you found your way to Solana. So was uh, what was your first NFT? Was it on the Solana mm-hmm. blockchain? Mm-hmm. It was the uh, Fellowship. I think I bought it the day after a minute, or maybe it, I think I actually minute it. I don't know, dude. I it's been so long, and like those days are just like uh, I can't remember them for the most part. I just remember my first NFT and just Balloonsville, obviously, and then kind of the rest is blank until like uh, April, April, May time. Um, when I kind of just became super addicted to the space and then just like started hanging out a lot more. So when you say fellowship, we're talking about the fellowship mm-hmm. launch pad? I'm, yeah, they're, they're yeah. NFTs. They're little elf, the little elf yeah. NFTs. Oh, oh yeah, I'm a holder. We, uh, we were actually going to launch, uh, the cards with those guys. Uh, and yeah. Okay. Snap. Was that around the same time? You got into the D gods, or when did when did you go into mm, that world? I went in it. Um, it's like February twentieth or something. February twenty first. Um, I, I bought my first D god. Yeah, then so they were like twenty twenty seven Solana. Um, that's about like Solana was like eighty dollars at the time, so I would say it was like two thousand um, dollars. But then like uh, I was stupid and I wrote it up all the way and I didn't sell it at like the high right um but yeah so that was like my first nft was the fellowship and then i bought a few others here and there i bought a balloonsville and i got rugged um but then like yeah i bought a a few other things and then got rugged and it was a great time dude honestly it's i I, i'm gonna go off on a tangent i think uh (laughs) people should get rugged like and not lose like a bunch of money but like if there was a way to like just teach people like if they're onboarding, like just give them like a random NFT and it just like shows them a certain price, but then it just like mimics a rug and then they just feel that emotion. I think that would help. Like just like remove certain feelings and just kind of get it out of the way. So you just feel it, you know, like I, I think if someone can develop that or create that experience without obviously losing hundreds of dollars, I think that'd be great. You think you think that uh, that helps you with judgment, like in the future on trading, mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. I learned the most just from getting rugged, and not once but twice, props. So like I, I mean, there was I got rugged from Balloonsville, and then like you ever heard of Daku Reapers? So like, no. yeah, I bought one of those suckers at like two k, and then I sold it at like a hundred dollars because it got rugged, but then like it got rugged. And then I, I held it, and then it got derugged, right? And then it got derugged, and then it pumped to like five hundred. And I was like, "Oh, like we're gonna go back, you know?" And they're like, "Yeah, we got this." And then they rugged, and then so the deruggers rugged, and then yeah, so it was a great time. It was a roller coaster of emotions for a week. Props. You know, it's weird. I get mad, nervous around derug situations. I've listen. I still got rug burns on my knees, and it's not. I'm not proud to say that shit. Came out here on Solana, man, and every rug I stepped on. Fucking Houdini pulled it from underneath me. I mean, it was all kinds of shit, bro. Like real bruises. But it's sometimes when 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 people derug certain projects, right? Like kind of like uh, you know these girls that are out here right now that burned everybody last time and they're being derugged. I don't know. It, I don't feel if, me personally after having the trauma of being rugged. I kind of was like, eh, you know what? The whole energy is just off for me. I can't go back into the arms 
<laughs> that have been abused <laughs> and say, I'm going to give you one more chance. You know, maybe we can change, right? So for me, I've learned to kind of move on, right? Like the universe for me puts me where I need to be at. Some things I come up on, sometimes I get rugged, sometimes I get lucky. Whatever was supposed to happen, happens. And we try to move on from that and just try to figure out what lesson was learned and move on, you know? Um, but yeah, it's traumatic. And, and I totally agree with you. Some kind of simulation game or something like that to onboard people where they, you know, maybe, you know, they're getting some kind of points, whatever, to unlock something. And then part of the learning experience, you rug them from their points and then maybe have them ask some questions. And then when they answer the questions, then you give them the points and then they're like, oh, that was fucked up. I think you... Dude, I think you we just made it a, a a pretty good idea. I think you you kind of simulate it, right? And like you have like the uh, Discord kind of announcements and like roadmap ideas, and then just like as they get rugged and it simulates it, like it goes through again. You're like, what were the red flags? Like, can you spot the red flags? Uh, and it just kind of teaches them what to look out for. I think that'd be pretty fun. Bro, you know what? Look, maybe that needs to happen, too, because, like, look, you know, Coinbase has you do these little Coinbase earn where you look and you, you know, what's near and then to give you some points. Yo, I think this was actually a dope thing because because, you know, at the end of the day, um, I mean, I've been rugged. Last time I was rugged was maybe six months ago, maybe. Right. Because a lot of it boils down to human error. And if you can have something to help people who don't know too much or just to kind of update what the scams are you know i I think that's a valuable thing dub i'm gonna look if i pursue that at all i'm gonna holler at you to be involved in that because i didn't come to this thought by myself we're brainstorming in real time and if this is a go man i definitely this is not something that i created on my own we created this idea here so uh just use my balloon how about that just you can just build it and then just use my balloon how about that because i'm not gonna build it I i don't have enough time for it right now but Yo, yo, the balloon makes sense, too, because it deals with the whole rugger situation. Actually, don't oh, do that, because okay. I don't want to have people be like, yo, you're the rugger. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Abort. Abort. Dubs, no, 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 no. You already said yes, and this is recording. So they already have the art done, Dub. We work fast over here, man. The art's done. Site will be live in 30 seconds. Everybody will put the link up and pin it to the top. Mint. We're minting in two minutes, baby. You thought we was going to stop, Dub? <laughs> oh, man. Yo, let me slow down because that's that. I'm not a uh, cartoon, and uh, it's starting to feel like a cartoon. Like I was gonna float away real quick, <laughs> dude. So, um, so yeah, so rugging su- stuck. R- rugging sucks. Uh, definitely great idea. And uh, moving along, uh, you were basically kind of like, like how was it trading NFTs on Solana at that time when you first got in and and and, and being a teacher? Like, was this something that you just jumped in? And you told your students or were you kind of like late night DJing out doing your shit? And then when you're at school, you're like, I can't wait to go back. Like, how did you balance that? Walk me through um, that. I, earlier on, it was a little bit easier because I didn't do like all these spaces and stuff. I just like sat in Discord and learned and traded um, or <laughs> I quote unquote traded. I, I didn't. I was I was shit props. I was not good. Um and then, yeah, from there, I just kind of learned a lot. Um, and then I, I don't really tell people what I, what I do for the most part. I think I've told, like, two or three people just, like, from my real-life stuff that I know. Um, but, like, yeah, I keep it to myself. Um, I don't know. I think it's just, I like to have my business to myself for the most part. Um, and then also it just has that disconnect 
but because for me, like, I don't want to have it traced back to the school or, you know, vice versa. Um, right now. Um, but yeah, so, but I would say my juggling, it was more so learning to like, um, not get affected too hard by a loss or like a shoulda, woulda, coulda trade. Um, because I had a lot of that early on where like, I would like just be depressed for missing a trade, you know, or like, just like not, not doing a certain thing that I thought I was, should have done, you know? Um, so I think that was the, probably the, the biggest thing I had to learn and learn how to maneuver and, and quote unquote juggle um, because it did affect me, like my relationships and whatnot. Cause I'd be like pissed, you know, like I, I missed out on okay bears. I was depressed for like a week. Right. And like, um, like stuff like that, it just like got to me a little bit early on. Um, but yeah, so for the most part, it was just that, but I, I juggle it pretty well. I, I, at least I think I do. Um, not now, obviously, because I do a lot of this stuff like in the hours I'm free, and then it's just a lot of a lot of just uh, staying busy. So, yeah. I noticed you you've um, as you talk. I no- I noticed a couple of things. Um, psychology is something that I noticed. You kind of walk around um, within this space, right? We talked about you know um, the the getting rugged helps you understand how to make better plays potentially in the future and um and what you just said right now so do you like try how see how can i ask you this question um what was your major L- let me start that what was your major in, in, in college uh, sociology so i was yeah as a humanity okay i studied like um primarily like race uh, my, my thesis was on like uh racial uh, inequality and stuff like that. Because, um, and the reason why I asked the question is that I'm noticing you draw little things and it goes back, right? Like, for example, um, people have a relationship with JPEGs that sometimes it's hard to break, right? You don't know when to take profits. You don't, you know, you, you, you know, you identify with it once you customize it to a certain point. So you're kind of like, oh, I'm never selling this because this is me, right? And it pumps all the way up and you're like, yeah, I'm not going to sell. It goes down then you're not selling it. So, I feel like uh, it's important to, to kind of have uh, be mindful in this space, right? If you want to be omnipresent and control what you're doing, like be in control of your shit, you got to be able to like kind of shake the addiction or be able to make clear de- decisions at certain times. So I just asked that question because, you know, you were talking and a couple of things. It just I'm like, dude, OK, he learned this from this space. Is he analyzing everything from a psychological standpoint? Is he a psychologist? But I like how you look at it and, and, and through you, through your talking, it's like, okay, you're, you're really out here learning and, and, and not taking it for granted, right? Like it's mm-hmm. shit, shit happens. This can happen. And, and you're talking about it. So that's, I got a little bit curious, like, is he a psychologist? Because some of us, people don't understand even like the nuances of, of these conversations right some of us are just addicts to keep to keep it honest and we're okay with being well, addicts right well props um, I, am, I am kind of an addict i have a very uh addictive personality so okay um okay yeah so- I, I i mean like in terms of like just like the time like doing this stuff like i just like hyper focused on like being entrenched in it and have been for a long time so what what's what's what what do you get from it like when you you know what does the space provide to you mm-hmm. I, w- I would say 
a sense of like just um maybe like a for for me i I would say like a safe environment i don't know or like a environment that i can kind of disassociate myself with from the other stuff um i I would say I, i would put it as that yeah Do you, um, like, what's your take on the space, right? Because, you know, you have you have spaces with, with pretty much everybody. You know, you've been on the biggest spaces, um, you know, the most toxic environments where at a certain point it's just muting, joke. It's all kind of funny shit going on. And uh, you have the ability to do a lot of different stuff, right? There's different versions of you. It's kind of like, like, how do you keep it all together in this space? Because even for me, right, it's kind of like, it's it's hard. And what I mean by that is, you know, you, you know, you have to be in these streets, the spaces, building your personal brand, building your relationships. Right. You don't want to come across goofy. You want to come across authentic. And sometimes, you know, the conversations, I'm like, I don't want to be in this motherfucking conversation. Right. <laughs> you know, um, but you have to be there. You're building with the culture. How do you um, balance like the toxicity, you know, the toxic spaces to like the the feel good spaces and the dopeness like what what would you like what's your routine for for being as dope as you are right now like you're chill as fuck <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you're not yelling over here you're not doing you know it's like this is who you are but you've got different personalities that you bring out in these different spaces i, I would say I, I generally go off the energy in the room um and i i i think it's just like in my day-to-day i'm, I'm good at kind of like reading what the vibe is in just like any sort of situation and then like from there like matching it or trying to add some sort of just like element to it um I w- i'll be honest props it, it's become a little harder um just like i would say like uh being able to like just like keep up with like the the like matching it or like you know just staying uh, supplementing the environments um it does get tiring, right? Like you, I mean, it's just, it's like anything. Like you're just putting a lot of hours in. Um, but I would say, yeah, to that point, like I, I try to supplement a space, and and I try to like just like add whatever I feel like is needed, or try to be within it, right? Um, but but luckily, a lot of spaces need some sort of like lighter relief, or just like a sense of just like balance. Um, and so like, I just, it's, it's fun to, to it, that's, that to me is very easy. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, that's a really good question. I think, um, it, it does, it does come down to just like getting a read for the room and then obviously crutching off of people that, you know, so like if I'm in a newer space, it's kind of hard because I don't know anyone. Right. But if I'm in a space, I know like one or two, I can like, crutch off them right and like i kind of go off of that energy for the for a sense of it right but um it, it's really like just like mm, keeping it light and keeping it fun i'm not really, really too good at being serious i think it's <laughs> i think like it's it's just like i, I don't i think the the, the 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 feeling of the space itself like I don't like like the really serious, just like taking it all way too seriously than it is because a lot of the people within it are just like degens and they just have fun, you know? And it's just like, 
it's like a really gambling-esque nature right and to have people that are uppity or like snooty like to me i don't i don't really enjoy and i don't appreciate that energy um so i try to bring it to that like what it is yeah man i respect that you're like look I just marry marry you back what you want. <laughs> you come with a hug, I'm gonna hug you back. <laughs> you pull out that thing, I got a bigger thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, to go, to add on, like I don't know, man. Like I've always like people like uh, we're not experts in this space, you know. Like I mean, like there's builders and there's people that do really cool stuff, but like it's such a new space, and for people to like belittle or to like. Uh, hold a, a time frame on someone else is just like it doesn't make sense to me so i try to like keep it a little bit lower than people try to prop it up to being versus what it actually is yeah now nah, dude that's 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 actually uh fucking dope so it's almost it's almost like like some people take themselves a little bit too seriously right like in these spaces like i forgot who brought this up um and and, and, and i heard somebody say it before but I don't know like who it was where some space host is and I'm not shitting on anybody because someone can shit on me all day. But they, it, it, I'm getting tired of this sound like this space and the way they enunciate shit. And I'm not hating on anybody. Right. But it's like you start noticing a pattern like instead of people just being authentic, like I'm going to bring the dopeness of who the fuck I am today and just shine that way. It's like, you know, they start copying other people's style. And by the time someone is doing it, it doesn't sound good. It sounds whack. It sounds like you're copying the homie over there and the homie can do it because that's his vibe. Right. And so, like, for me um, and it's interesting, I had my first. How can I say this? Um, I had a I had a, a, a bad experience with spaces, meaning um, I think it was last week or two weeks ago. It was just a crazy 24 hours. And I sat in these spaces and it was just dark shit. Right. People were fucking hating on fucking leap or something. And then it was just all this crazy shit. Right. And leap was like, I, I just want some money. OK. And it's like, leap, you better not ask for money. It's like, OK, I won't ask. And I'm like. It just kept going on and on. And, and, and I was going to say it like I wanted I should have just went up to the stage and say, listen, Lee, you could tell them, yeah, I do want to raise money for myself because I don't do this for free. Shut the fuck up. Right. That might be a little bit clear cut and dry, but it kept going on and on. Duff, the reason why I brought it up was that shit was in my subconscious. And I, and, and I realized I need to be a better guardian of my fucking mind because I sat. I'm sorry. Don't judge me. Okay, I listen to spaces sometimes and I'm doing some like repetitive shit for the project on the computer on Discord. So I listen to spaces. Dude, the next day I had a fucked up day. I had a fucked up day that I had to use all my intention to break the cycle to just give myself a new fucking vibe. So now I'm not doing that shit anymore. Like you'll see me at the homie Sapples, uh, you know, uh, fucking shrimp treats, any of their spaces and a lot of other spaces. But bro, I'm not going to the witches. Uh, let's burn the witch on the stake or let's the red scarlet letter fucking <laughs> primetime special. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's crazy, but look, I'm on, I'm on a monologue. This is about you, bro. I can do that another time. Um, I just want to say like, I do appreciate that the, the asshole that you kick, that you introduce to people. I do appreciate the shit talking. Um, what I like about your type of communication is um, I could tell there's a brain behind it. You get what I'm saying? It's kind of like um, purposeful shit talking. 
right? Like you got a good sense of, you know who you are. So when somebody, like you say, gets a little too close, you just kind of push them off you a little bit. Like, you know what it is, you know? So that's what I appreciate about you in the spaces. You are who you are. You just made it really clear. Um, you're not copying anybody. Dup is motherfucking dup. And that's fucking dope and, and definitely respect it. <laughs> Thank you. I don't think a lot of people <laughs> understand that. Like, it, it's, I like to have fun. Like, uh, that, the whole dynamic of like interacting with people and like, just like kind of like, I mean, I'm a, I'm a teacher, dude. Like I, I like to like guide a room in a certain way. And I don't think a lot of people kind of get that. So I, I, I honestly appreciate you kind of pointing that out. Um, I don't think a lot of people kind of get that read sometimes. And like, obviously sometimes it's just like randomly and I'll do it subconsciously. But like, for me, it's fun to kind of help kind of guide the room and, and bring it to a certain place. Um, which is like that, like sh- <laughs> shit, like quote unquote shit talk, right? Or like those funny jokes. Um, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, just sarcasm. I love sarcasm. You know, I love dry humor, sarcasm, shit talking. You know, it's just it's it's in all of us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's definitely in all of us. And um, and and sometimes it's 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 a dishonor to people like you, treats, sapple. When you have people in the audience that don't understand, this is satire. This is comedy, right? Like yesterday, a situation happened on a space uh, with Fast, and he brought up, he made a comment. And somebody came up there and I mean, granted, right, you know, we're in a public space. So somebody might hear something and have emotional reaction and say, hey, stop that. You're making fun of this. Excuse me. Dude wasn't making fun of anything. It was just kind of like you say, like dry humor. And he was using himself as an example. And that opened up a whole nother thing where, you know, sometimes, again, these spaces, people don't know the difference between sarcasm, humor. And like, you know, this no one is really talking about anybody right now, you know, and it kind of fucks up the vibe of what you do when somebody doesn't get the joke or they, you know, they go super the other direction. Like you're teasing me and you're like, I'm not fucking teasing you. You started talking shit <laughs> and, I, and I made you sit down because you're throwing off the vibe of the show, you know? So, um, so yeah, I think it's, 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 it's not easy for you guys because, you know, in the space, you know, everybody's emotions are everywhere. Sometimes, you know, someone might've just lost a bag. Someone might, might've just got rugged or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, bro, um, you know, hosts don't get enough credit, man, for just what they do. You know, like same thing with D deep, um, being one of the funniest people that I know when the shit he says is just fucking funny. And, and, and I, and I appreciate it. So just know each time you make somebody laughed up, you're increasing their lifespan. That's bad. <laughs> Unless it's you, and then you're stressing the next day. Um, <clears throat> but no, I appreciate you uh, calling out the deep. He's he's funny as shit, dude. He's a he's a good human. Um, I mean, I honestly, dude, there's a lot of people in here that are just awesome, and I, I admire a lot. Just like from a kind of influence standpoint, right? I mean, treats is up here, farming. I love that dude. Um, and then Sapo in the crowd. That that dude is has been a day one. Um, and I, I appreciate him a lot. So, yeah, those are real ones, man. Those are definitely shout out to all the bear marketers and the OGs in the building. I see you guys. You know what I'm saying? We wouldn't be here uh, without treats, sample, cardboard. Um, you know, it's Phil here today. Yui. You know, these are people that literally, like, you know, I, I, there's a saying in Zimbabwe: it takes a village to raise a kid. Right. And it also takes a fucking team to win a championship. 
And, uh, you know, these are people that fuck with the vision. Um, you know, Treats pulled me on the, pulled me aside the other day. Yo, props, you're fucking up with your Twitter shit. You just fucked yourself and banned yourself. And I was like, ah, damn it. Thank you. Right. Because it's like, to me, that's love. That's care. You nurture those relationships because, you know, it's like, you want to see me win. I want to see you win the week. We can all win. Right. There is no scarcity. Scarcity is what they tell us. We got to chase this whitelist mint. Um, by the way, you don't have to chase the DAPS whitelist mint. You can go over to dapscollective.com right now. And we're closing the applications once we reach 500 applications because we only have a small net community with a thousand cards. And you're going to want to pick up more than one card to join the Sapphire Club. Now back to our regularly, regularly scheduled show. Um, as I was saying, uh, you know, these ads run sometimes, I don't know, from my head, freestyle. <laughs> um, but um, I kind of lost my train of thought. See, I keep it a buck. I'm not going to lie and bullshit you. Not going to lie and bullshit you. But yeah, my, uh, this community, dude, is the reason why I'm fucking here. So when Treese does that, when Cardboard is like, yo, we need to push and do this. It's like we're only going to grow uh, bigger. All of us, we're going to grow because it's like still sharp and still. Right. I use that a lot. So, yeah, you wouldn't see this guy right here. You wouldn't see this damn show here if it wasn't for the people who even download. So shout out to everybody who's downloaded, subscribed to this show on your favorite podcast uh, um, uh, station that you listen to. Um, dude, if you look at the analytics and I'll share the analytics on the timeline, we've got listeners in Germany, Indonesia, all throughout the United States, Canada, and we haven't minted at all. But we're able to take these voices and these conversations and spread them a little bit further. And maybe someone can learn a little bit about Dup through Apple Music. Maybe someone can know who fucking um, B. Haley is with Big Head Billionaire, right? And, and all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm thankful to everybody who's been here before. Um, Dup, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to any of our past episodes, but we've had, you know, uh, Macy, who's in the audience here. She, did, she was... Uh, the man she killed the last episode bro you want to i don't know if you know too much about macy but if you're interested in like an artist that really has like real not real work because all artists have real work but she has a catalog a catalog no 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 actually that's downplaying it archives the word is archives she has archives bro you can go down to the form function the ghettos the macy and you can see different things and she really has done this right so that gets me excited knowing there's people like this in the community because it makes sure that we keep working on a higher level because you can't look goofy in front of fam, right? <laughs> you know, and, and that's why we focus on just such high quality conversations and high quality people, right? Like it's, it's, it's taken longer, but guess what? I think drip coffee tastes better than Folgers, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we're here building with some of the dopest people and what we're putting together is not going to be shaken down by any kind of hype or any scarcity. You know, we're just uplifting each other. And the goal is to have this collective have the best motherfuckers that are going to take this blockchain or any other blockchain to the next level. And that's my selfish goal. And I think it's possible and it's possible with people like you guys. So if you haven't signed up for the DAPS list, um, I encourage you to do that. If you're on the DAPS list, we resume announcements tomorrow because the Twitter Illuminati gave me the keys on how not to get shadow banned. So we'll never be shadow banned again. I doubt that. You know, well, you know, listen, uh, that's the Illuminati said it, Dub. Um, Illuminati said we're not going to be shadow unless you know something that I don't know. Oh, actually, don't say that out loud. You could just DM me 
whatever secret Illuminati message. And then um, we'll make sure the Twitter thing works out. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, okay. Okay, yeah. So you, you were saying, um, I want to go back to the, 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 the teacher vibe. You walk a very, very, very fine line. And you do it because you have fun doing it. Um, where do you see yourself going with all this equity that you're, that you're out here building? Like, where do you see yourself in the future? Why are you doing it? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I have fun. I think, uh, I mean, I want to be in the space, uh, for a while. Uh, I, I like the idea of, of being able to like be within the space. And, and for me, I haven't been able to fully, I really believe I haven't been fully able to provide value. Like, and like, just like, um, fully, fully put myself in the space I, th I still think i'm like 50 50 like in here out here um and that sucks that feeling because like obviously like knowing that like i i think like i don't know i feel like i could do more you know and like i think uh obviously <laughs> be a better more positive uh aspect to the space um and be a bigger contribution um and so like for for me it's just like finding that right and like i don't know i i think um that's a really that's a really good question it's just because i don't i don't think too far ahead right and the, it sucks. the balance between between a regular job and web3 and what we're doing here is what i find the toughest i'm sure that's part of it for you as well yeah and i i, I don't know man i i just haven't like like I, I want to be able to commit to like a role, right? I want to be able to like build a community or to be within a, a community and like be able to like fully commit myself to that versus like, hey, I can only do this X amount of hours, you know, or I can only do this X, Y, Z. I don't have the capacity to do this because like, you know, I, I, I can't, I, uh, half my day is blocked in, in school, you know, or like teaching or like, you know, and other stuff too that I, I can't really talk about here, but um, not being able to fully like provide and, and be here on a uh, have a consistent schedule to like block out and be like, okay, I can do this, I can do this, or you know, and like I don't know. So I still think like being able to like fully just like immerse myself and and provide something and and to be able to like really utilize what I've been able to, to build with this, this account here um, in, in some just more, a more positive way. Right. Um, and so, yeah. Do you have a, do you have like a brand building background? Cause the, the balloon and even like when you look at your, um, what do you call it? Your banner, you know, it's, it's on brand, you know, like you said, you took this balloon and you've been rocking it. Um, and when, when, you know, as dup is the balloon is the, is the rugger. Um, are you, are you, and you said you live for the moment, right? You don't think too far ahead. Um, are you maybe creating, like, is this like your brand maybe like, like, I don't know if you get like, well, let me back up. That sounds kind of confusing. So when you say, look, I feel like I can do more, right? Like you want to commit more time to it. Um, first I want to start and say, thank you for that. Right. Because it's like, 
you are competing with yourself. You know what you want to do and where you want to go and you want to add more value. So I appreciate you for that, right? A lot of people in this space don't add value, right? And what I mean by that is, you know, it's easy to say, hey, come mint my shit. But once we mint, where's the value at, right? To me, the value is in these communities where somebody, you know, like fucking treats, yo, what you're doing is wrong, props fix this, right? Or the value, like when Chris sees somebody working on something and Chris is like, look, if you just do this, it can be better, right? That's adding value to uh, the space. So saying that, I'm going to go back to your vibe, right? So you kind of play this D-Gen kind of shit talking, whatever you get uh, kind of persona. Was this persona like a brand kind of thing you were trying to build around it? And if, and, and if so, um, where do you see that brand going? I hope I'm not. No, it's a, I get that. Um, uh, for the brand thing, I don't, I think too many people uh, <laughs> overestimate their, ability in from a brand sense like uh, i don't like the whole shift and like this is your brand and this is you know you're building this out and like uh, for for me not everybody is uh like a a, an entity not everybody is like a you know like a a pillar um yes like what you say and do like it, it matters but like I think too many people become focused of like this, like you're you're this, and you know, like they have that whole like influencer kind of uh, approach to it, which I do not like admire for the most part. Um, but sorry, I, I became a, I went on that like little, and I forgot the the gist of it. But um, for for me, I I, I would say like I have the like I don't know the art and stuff like and like kind of what I've done is just like. I just like the art, and I think it's fun. And I, I don't know; it's creative, and I, I've always had that kind of I, one. I can't create, right? I don't have the ability to like draw or do anything. But like for people that like create and and do stuff that is creative for me is fun. Um, in regards to like background, I've, I've built like uh, social media uh, accounts before and like done that stuff um not to this scale or like eh, not in the, the aspect of like uh personal um which is funky in a way um but like I, i've i've done like social media stuff uh in my my past um but that was like instagram so it's totally different uh <laughs> um <clears throat> but no i've always been like a, a jokester i've always had fun um, I think for the most part, like being within the space, it took me a while to, to really become comfortable. And, uh, I don't know, there was just a, a switch that hit where it's just like, like, who gives a fuck, you know, who, who gives a fuck, uh, I almost said my real name, who gives a fucked up, you know, like, just like, <laughs> just like, just, just, just like go full out and like, you know, just like have fun. And, um, from there it just kind of clicked and like, you know, just just started having fun and doing this a lot more and uh, talking in spaces and just being comfortable, just like not being an expert, you know, and just like having fun. So, you know, um, you've been real low key about this, bro. And you thought I was going to, you thought you probably thought you were going to slide through without anybody asking you this, bro. But dude, I never made a certified bozo. Like where do you get certified bozo at? Cause that's something I want to see if I can sign up and get certified. I'm not certified. Where the fuck did that happen? <laughs> How do we get this? It, it goes back to like, <laughs> dude. I used to get dumped on by everyone. You know, like I just like follow every everybody that had a big account and like, 
did all that stuff and like just like it just became like I was so blinded as like a newbie and then so like for for me I've always had I've always tried to like one my my audience or whoever interacts with me just like doesn't take me fully serious right like you know just being a bozo and like just just like this dude is just like just for funsies right uh and like I don't know for me I, I kind of always had to try to like maintain that aspect of like yeah i'm a little serious sometimes and like yeah i try to provide outlooks but like i'm also just like a bozo dude like i'm not like a i'm i'm not i'm not someone that is an expert right and nor should you take my word as like being an expert like and nor should you take anyone's for the most part right like you should always kind of try to learn for yourself and and do stuff for yourself and then try to look at it full scope and what is happening within the space, or like what is going on and like how people interact, who, why are they doing this? What, what are the motives behind stuff? And like trying to like fully encapsulate that. And so for me, like just certified bozo encompasses that aspect of like, uh, I guess, I mean, I, I was a smaller, like when I was just a smaller following too, I had that, but like, just like whatever is being said, like, just like, it's also, I'm also a bozo. Right. And like, you know, I, <laughs> I got lucky on this trade. I'm still a bozo guys, you know, like, or like, you know, just whatever appears to be, isn't fully right. It's just, you just kind of that aspect of like, you just shouldn't be fully taken serious. Dude, that's it. That's, that's fucking dope, bro. Um, definitely. I, I'm digging what you're saying because, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like sense of humor, right? sense of humor, right? Being able to like make fun of yourself uh, says a lot about a person. You know, some people, as soon as you kind of get close to a certain area, they become super defensive and then they put up all these blocks and everything. But it's almost kind of like a superpower, in my opinion, by putting that out there, certified bozo. And even what you're saying, right? Um, I believe that everybody should think for themselves, period. You know, the person who clicks the link, is the person responsible for clicking the link, right? And uh, and we need to do more. We don't have to do these things. I'm not fucking out here preaching and shit. Everyone should live their own life. I'm just sharing some shit, some perspective, you know, different perspectives and shit. Um, but yeah, it was what's interesting about you, Dub, talking to you is that like again, I'm gonna go back to that Phil Jackson kind of vibe, and I don't know if it's the Indian reservation, um, you know, um, or like you're you you've got this sense of awareness. That's a little bit, a lot of people don't have it. And when you see someone who has it, you know they have it, right? It's how you're able to talk and how you talked about the bozo thing and how you're not an expert. Like most people take the time to let you know they're the most important person ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, motherfucker, you know how dope I am? I'm the dopest motherfucker. Look, you're not going to meet nobody doper than me. And then when you hear that shit, you're like, hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of dope myself there, fam. <laughs> but I like the fact that you can make fun of yourself. I like the fact that you're not out here just kind of like, you know, fucking putting the uh, the the ear do perfume of in the air. Um, you're really on some. Um, I don't know, man. Do you what's your spiritual background? Do you mind sharing any of that? Are you spiritual, religious? Uh, what's up? What do you do? No, uh, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> I, I think uh i've always come back to like uh i just believe everything happens for a reason and stuff like that like i think it's just like understanding like the laws of nature govern kind of what goes on and, and and what happens to you and like just like just like deal like it is what it is you know like sh shit happens in life um 
a lot of like not good stuff. But I mean, like it, you can't really like do anything about it for the most part, right? Like it, it'll happen regardless. And if it already has happened, like you can't do anything to change it, right? Like you, you just you, you can't really like deter something that has already happened, right? So like it's just like understanding that and just like going through and just like it is what it is, and and like how are you gonna be able to like navigate that situation or what has happened and like you know get to the get to tomorrow or get to the next minute right like or get through whatever it is that has happened i think that that's always been important to me and it's something i've ever always kind of relied on um and I, i'm not impervious to like like just like bad things and like getting down sometimes right like i think that's human nature but like always coming back to that like idea of like it, it happens man and shit happens and you just gotta continue going and, and like kind of just like obviously reflect like what happened and like not for like just like not really like get the lesson out of it and then from there like what you know going through the rest of what you have to do what you just said probably went over a lot of people's heads because they're kind of like, ah, no, I don't think like that. But how did you how did you hone that, bro? Like, how did you get to the place of like accepting that is what is? <laughs> it's pretty dark, props. I don't want to. I don't want to go there. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, they just I, I don't know, dude. I, I, a lot of not 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 great stuff happened, and then it's all good. You it's know, all good. just like dealing with it. Uh, so yeah, I, I you know just like being able to come to terms with stuff and 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 move forward and to just keep moving forward. So, well, what you're sharing with us and our listeners is powerful. I'm gonna repeat it. What he's saying is powerful, and it's literally that's you know we can only control what we can control, right? And 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 the best thing usually is to just keep moving forward in the direction you're traveling. And uh, so yeah, we're not gonna dig too deep into that. Um, but I want to just say um, the reason why I started trying to unpack your luggage right now <laughs> was because, again, you just, you know, this interview has been dope interview. And, and, I, and, I, and I hear I hear these things and, and I get the sense of this person, um, you know, who is accountable for his actions, even though you talk shit and do whatever. But it's, it's not the typical DJ in here. Right. Then when I when I say talking shit, I'm just like using it in general. But you're not the typical DJ in here. Right. You're not like at your mom's house talking shit just to get like a rise out of somebody or talk down on somebody. You know, you you actually, you know, it's basketball one on one. Right. You come to the hardwood floor. You gonna fucking get dunked on or whatever. And when you leave, it's basketball. And then when you go teach the kids, you're teaching the kids, you know. And, and again, that's fucking dope. That's why. Anybody listening to this episode right now on Apple Music or Spotify, you didn't hear the song we started with. If you're listening to this on a Twitter space replay, we started out with Karis One, My Philosophy by Boogie Down Productions. And uh, I'm going to repeat this again. The reason why I did that is because when I found out Dup was a teacher, it brought me back to a time where teachers inspired me. And I was inspired by some teachers who I thought were fresh. So since, you know, we're talking to one of this this balloon that was uh, flying all over America. We got to figure out why he was doing that. You know, I just thought it would be good to kind of like celebrate the teacher with one of the greatest hip hop teachers. And that was Karis One. So a little hip hop shout out to, you know, the past, uh, all the hip hop heads out there. Right. I'm from that era. Boogie Down, Karis One, 90s. And we're not boomers. No, nah, dude. If you keep calls, using boomer, you're a boomer. Damn it, cardboard. You can't say boomer anymore. You hear what Dup just yeah, said? Yeah, I did. I did. 
That's 100% your fault. That has nothing to do with me. Okay, we're going to keep going because I didn't say that. Um, it's called Seasoned Veteran, Dup. All right, uh, like 15 veteran. years in the league, seasoned? No, 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 no. 15 minutes on the table when you put the, you know, before you put the flour and the salt and everything, when you fry the chicken. So we're just like 15 Let, minutes in. Let's just leave it at we're in our prime. You're not in your prime, King. <laughs> you're, you're, you're icing immediately after the game. You're getting stretched out. You're hitting the ice bath. Like, you're not. I'm icing before the game. <laughs> exactly. You're getting rolled out. Carbo, put the put the put the put the strap away, bro. You gotta have a vest on. Duff is shooting. He's doing headshots. You heard what he said? <laughs> he said you're not even in your prime, King. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gun shy now. Yo, yo, you see how Duff just turns? Uh, Duff, Duff was like, "Yo, I do this shit. Let's fucking go." <laughs> oh man, um, dude. So listen, uh, we're gonna do a little break real quick. You're listening to the Daps Collective. This is episode nine. Um, if you want to learn more about the Daps Collective, you can head over to Daps Collective on Twitter. You can go to the DapsCollective.com and apply for membership. The reason why we are vetting members of our community, because we really want to build something with people who want to be there, who want to contribute and make something dope. Right. And uh, we're it's a little bit longer process, but we're here for the longer process because we're not in a rush to go anywhere. So, you know, you can consider not consider you're going to be around people who are dope, period. Hop in the Discord. If you got a question, you can go ahead and at me at any time, at Cardboard. And uh, on that note, um, is if anybody has any questions, um, you know, put your hand up. We'll bring you up to the stage, and you can ask uh, Dup a question. Don't try to clap because he will clap back. I don't want to clap. I don't want to. I'm sorry, Cardboard. <laughs> I didn't, I, I didn't want to do this to you, but I did. <laughs> I, I had it coming. No, you didn't. You didn't. Kenny, I'm sorry. I, it's second nature at this point. I'm sorry. I get. <laughs> it just fucking. It's just. It just. It just goes. So, my fault. Yo, don't don't be sorry, man. No, you know it's like it hurt me more than it hurt you. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Anybody has any questions uh, for the homie Dup? Okay. Cardboard. What are we gonna give away today? Oh, we'll give away a big head billionaire. We're going to give a big head billionaire. Okay, okay. So how do you want to do this? You, you want to do the – should we do the special – Macy showed us a new uh, tactic that, that was launched last week. Do you want to do that? I refresh my memory. I'm old, remember? I'm yeah. not my prime. Dude, don't, don't let – like, Dev was just playing with you, bro. It was, it was a joke. You're in your prime, cardboard. So, well, how I do remember Macy had something special, but I, I, I am not recalling it right at this moment. Okay, Is that Alzheimer's. I know how to do it. No, but I take care of those <laughs> folks, so I know. <laughs> Dub, get your hands off him. Get your hands off the boy. He threw in the white towel. <laughs> okay, here I'm gonna do it. Okay, I got it. We're not gonna give it away. We're gonna do this. This is real simple. Okay, so we're going to give away a big head billionaire from the homie B. Haley's project. And we're going to do it like this. It's a real simple thing. I want you to get put your finger on your emojis. Okay. And this was, was classic. I didn't even know this until, um, you know, uh, Macy uh, kind of did this. And it really, really, really took me by surprise. I do remember because it's now. Not yeah, go ahead. Okay. So the first person, as you can see my emojis, 
the first person to throw up a black heart gets the big head billionaire. Black heart. Meta. Meta. You are the winner. Please send your wallets uh, to cardboard and we'll get that big head billionaire to you ASAP. Yeah, I kind of like that pick the color thing because it's like you've got to hit the emoji and then you got to hit it and then you got to find the color. So it makes it a little bit easier. Um, let me see. Okay, so we have that right there. Cardboard, is there anything you want to add, brother? Uh, the the one big takeaway, you know, Dup was so uh, cryptic about a lot of the stuff, but it, it and correct me if I'm wrong, Dup, it really it, you really enjoy the community and the family here more than anything. Is is that what I'm is that what I'm getting overall from you? No, the engagement and the money, cardboard. Okay, so you are a dick. I was trying to. Give you <laughs> I'm, kidding. All right, all I'm right. kidding. I'm uh, kidding. Yeah, I would say that there's the people, dude. I, I, we touched on that. Uh, that's the people that are that are here that I get to interact with every day, like and just talk to. Um, it's just it's it's just uh, the time spent with them. I think is is what I appreciate the most. You know what's what's weird is I'm I'm like a private person. Um, you know I mean I, just you know I grew, uh, I'm not gonna put my age up, but I'm 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 not 15, right? Um, and I grew up around the time when people had beepers and, and brick phones and all that shit, right? So um, I didn't grow up with, like, put your life on online. But I have to say, like, when COVID started and Clubhouse started, Clubhouse was the first voice app that I got my experience on. And literally, it became a community. Like, I was like, I'm in these rooms with these people. You know, I mean, a lot of time, my wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on Clubhouse. She's like, what do you, what, what the fuck is going on on Clubhouse, <laughs> right? Um, so, so Web three and these digital devices, these voice uh, apps, they do allow us to to uh, grow our family and develop community outside of our our immediate community. And uh, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't communities that accepted me and allowed me to cultivate my own shit to grow and go do what I was going to do. So it's important, all of us, the ones that lead communities to continue creating environments that give people the opportunity to fucking figure their shit out. And then when they go out there, you support them, right? That's how we're going to make the space better. We're not going to change the world in one day and fucking, it's not going to rain fucking gun drops out the sky. Right. But if all of us can just do one thing to kind of help the situation gets better and you don't have to, it's fucking dope. Right. Um, you could either build or destroy. Uh, you talk shit to Dup, Dup is going to destroy you quick. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and, you know, so I'm going to start my monologue. I just want to say, Dup, brother, I appreciate you. And I just want to ask you, is there anything that you want to share with us before you wrap this up? You've, time is something you can't get back in life. Once you give it, it's there. So there has to be a good return on, on, uh, on your investment. And the time we spent today, I appreciate you because I learned about you. And I hope the people listening to this episode, uh, you know, learn more about you. And then now when they see you in the space, they're like, oh, shit, dup, talk shit. But also, you know, this is his background. You weren't too specific. And I was trying to dig in there and I saw you put up like the big uh, electrical fences and gates and shit. So I respect that. <laughs> but um, this is the most I've, I've heard about you. And, and, and I'm happy to, to know you. So I just want to say I appreciate your time. Um, learned a lot about you. And I look forward uh, to you joining the DAPS Collective. Uh, we're going to send you an honorary membership. And basically my goal 
is to have, you know, again, you know, you are looking for that time, maybe in the future, right? If And, and again, the Sapphire Club is only going to have 33 people. And people are like, why you only want to have 33 people? Well, the cards, we start out at 1,000 cards, right? So the 1,000 cards, there's 33 black cards, uh, 300 uh, platinum cards, and 647 rose gold, okay? So there's, that's the DAPS collective. But if you have one of each card, you get access to the Sapphire Club. So black card, 33, one black card, one platinum, and one rose gold. You have this group. And basically, I'm looking at this group as the most important group to me on Solana, because when we look at um, IRL situations like private dinners, ta uh, tastings and things like that, my background in Web2 is not super, but I got a chance to experience and experiment in a lot of different areas. The average person does it. So I'm already thinking of, you know, uh, dinners sponsored by XYZ, right? Only 33 people, not a lot of people. And maybe all of these people are not in the U.S., but this is something a little bit different. I'm trying to do like a tastemaker exclusive kind of thing, right? So that's what we're doing with the DAPS Collective. Not entirely. I'm just focusing on that part of what I'm telling you right now. Um, later on this week, uh, we're going to host a space kind of like an AMA and just unleash everything that we're doing. I just stopped talking a lot in this space because when I started doing that, people started, you know, kind of if you take the idea and make it better. Hey, salute to you. You made it better. But I realized I bring a lot of um, perspectives that are a little bit different in this space. And I had to start shutting the fuck up to add value to my community. So I want my community to, to, to have a great experience. And this is not no hopium. Uh, let's watch the floor pump. No, 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 no. Let's build these relationships and hopefully watch uh, watch our lives changes. So on that note, Dup, uh, you have an honorary membership. And uh, if nobody has anything else to say, man, I want to give everybody a chance to give their last one, two, one, twos. And then we're going to end it out with a song. Absolutely. Thank you. Um Appreciate that. I, I think my final words is just thank you for tuning in. Uh, thanks for having me, obviously, as well. Um, and, and, and yeah, the, 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 the people that kind of popped in and, and listened, thank you so much. I, I appreciate your time uh, and obviously your friendship, right? Uh, there's a lot of people that I interact with every day here. Um, and so your support um, is immeasurable. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, th thank you so much, Dub, for coming up, and thank you everybody in the audience for pulling up and supporting us. We we really appreciate it. And yo, Duff, fuck Sapple. Oh, my bad. Yo, Duff, forgot to ask you, bro. What's uh, what type of music you listen? To? What's in your uh, last thing? What's what's in your playlist? Um, I I, I listen to a lot of. Just different stuff i do um rap obviously um but then i would say like a lot of uh alternative alternative uh rock and indie indie rock and stuff like that you fuck with the white stripes mm, not really okay so i'm not playing white stripes <laughs> <laughs> you can play whatever man i don't a song is a song i i think uh if you if you're picking it it's good 
I'm just buying uh, some Thomas sake and my MacBook Pro's battery just turned really whack on me and just put me on blast. <laughs> so I had to turn it back on. But uh, we're good. We were Gucci. We're Gucci. Um, hey, again, I want to appreciate I appreciate everybody in here. And I want to thank you for coming out to the Daps Collective episode nine. We've done nine of these and uh, these episodes wouldn't be a, wouldn't be possible at all if you didn't show up. Right. Um, every single time when we have a show, it's a humbling experience for me. And definitely my team, because, again, you know, we do these shows with no expectations. I'm not expecting a room to be filled up. Shit, if no one shows up, I'm actually good with that, right? Kind of like what Dub says. You know, I'm a person who lives with what is is what is and what was meant to be. So if nobody shows up, it's cool. We record the shows on Apple and Spotify for a reason. So when you finally find find out who we are and you're like, yo, they're dope, you can go back and see that we were doing this a long time ago. And then you could also use it to see how consistent we are, right? Um, it's, a, it's, it's a mechanism to hold me accountable, to hold my community accountable on our goals and what we're working on. So that's the reason why we document it that way. And uh, on that, I'm going to send you one more second and then we're going to close this up. Um, you know, you know, actually what we're going to do, um, Dub, you say you didn't watch the Super Bowl. Cardboard, you watch the Super Bowl today? Yes, sir. Bro, what do you think about that halftime show? Uh, I'm a big fan of Rihanna. I don't necessarily think that was her greatest performance, but I'm in love with Rihanna. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think I think I think I think I want to do a Rihanna song, man. <laughs> no lie. <laughs> so uh, I think we're gonna end this off on a Rihanna record, um, and then we're gonna. Yeah, that's it. So. Hey, Dub, appreciate you, brother. Um, I'm going to be reaching out to you. I want to follow up on this conversation. I really appreciate your time. This was a dope moment. Cardboard, thanks for holding it down and putting this together. I wouldn't be able to do it if if it wasn't for you. Shouts out to you. And salute to all the real ones in the audience holding it down for the Solana community out here day and night doing what we got to do to keep this blockchain going and and, and educating people that uh, Solana is not FTX. Okay, that was the situation. Solana is full of builders, artists, innovators. We have a phone and a lot of other things happening. And um, that's why I'm happy to be here. So on that note, y'all ready for this? This is how we're going to end the show tonight. We're going to end the show tonight with this Rihanna record like this.